This is Gemara in Yuma, Daf Samech, all the learning as we wind down. This is Rosh Chedesh's Daf, the final day of the Chedesh of Sivan. Should be a tremendous Choshidach, Chaim and Devaira. The month was a generous sponsorship for his fam- by his family, and all the learning should continue to be a tremendous Choshidach, Shvandesiva Gagain, Bekarayv. Of course, all the Chedim and Vavig Chaim and Sarah Shalom Sivan, Rezo Idol Sarah, Baskinandali, Tavasim, Chesay, Solomon Mindal, Eliyaz, the parents of Shavle, Shom, Basna, Mubi, Shavi, or Shiro Hanafal, Shmov, and Tila, Tinam, Chan, Rezo, Machai, Basna, we pick it up in the very, very bottom of New Testament Bays. A bit of an apology. Yesterday's daf was slightly fast. I don't think there was, uh, uh, it was a little bit, uh, maybe even not as clear as we should have been. So let's give a little bit of a recap of the second half of the daf, which was this short little uh, Ahmed over here. And then we'll take us straight into today's daf of daf Samoch. We are discussing the blood which is flowing from the Mizbeach through the two holes in the Yisait and the base. Underneath of the Mizbeach was that canal, was that river water that would take the water out. And the question was, when it deposited the water out in Achel Kidron, whether the farmers were allowed to use it or whether there was a Din Me'ilah that you would de- deconsecration if you use the blood for your fertilizer. So the Gemara concluded yesterday that there is, in fact, a Din Me'ilah, but only perhaps on a Durabanan level. That was the Machlaikas, that was the entire base. that the whole Machlaikas is on a Din Durabanan, is there a rabbinic decree that you're not allowed to use this blood that once upon a time was the carbon, you're not allowed to use it, can't use it for a mundane purpose. However, everyone agrees that on a Daraisa level, there is no Din Me'ilah, there is no issue using it, and we had a bunch of different reasons why that was true, whether it was for Lechem, the Apostle says it's for yourself, whether it's that it's only for a Kapara, but you're no Din of Me'ilah, or whether the Apostle of who teaches us that Lechem and just like after you got your atonement with this blood, it's no longer have the same level of kedusha and sanctity, and you're allowed to use it for a personal mundane purpose. So to lefnei kabara, and that is where we concluded, and the gemara concluded with a question, and the gemara answered that in there is nothing out there that you did a mitzvah that you'll have Me'ilah. Once you did the mitzvah, you discharge your obligation. There no longer is a Din Me'ilah. Right now, that item can be used for any purpose that you like. And therefore, that's the reason on a Daraisa level, of course, let's remind ourselves, on a biblical level, you could use this blood for the fertilizer, whether you're allowed to use it on the Rabbana level, that was a separate mach like yes. On that, ask the Gemara in the last line of the Testament, Beis Veloi, is that what you said correct? Ari Chumas Adeshen. What about the Chumas Adeshen, which the last Rashi teaches us, that the Ta'in Geniza, you have to bury it, Alma Asarvana, you're not allowed to get benefit from it. But, you ready to the mitzvah, the mitzvah was the removal of the ash from the Mizbeach, and yet we see that even after the mitzvah was done, you're still not allowed to get benefit it still is an iser mi'ilah on it. So that seemingly breaks the rules. Says the Gemara as we move over to Samach HaManal to the Izdaf, Misham Na'avi, Shum Zadash, and a big day kuna, Shnei Ksuvam Ba'im Ke'echad, V'chol Shnei Ksuvam Ba'im Ke'echad, E'im Malhamdim. Says the Gemara, a bit of a classic rule that we have throughout Shas, that any time the Torah specifies two items, and says specifically by these two items, there is a din, you cannot 
learned anywhere else. We know this there's Icosovs, there's Hakishes. The Torah writes something A, it teaches about something place B, but when the Torah repeats itself two different times, snake, it's limiting. It teaches us only in those two places. So it's true. Chumasadashen, that you, there is a dim ilo, you're not allowed to use dash for your personal usages. As well, big dekuna. After the Kain Gadol does his avoid that you're not allowed to use those garments for personal usage. So we do find two cases that even after the mitzvah is done, there is a din of deconsecration of the Elon, the item, but explains the Gemara, it's true, but just those places. You can't ask a question to us about the Dam, but of course, the Gemara asked a classical question, three lines down, that's only good according to the Rabbanan that explain a fundamental machlekes that we had at the beginning of the Mesechta, what is the status of the big day kuhuna, the priestly garments, after Yom Kippur. The Rabbanan held it says in the Torah, leave them over there. That teaches us that he requires to bury them. They took the clothing of the Kohen Gadol, the big day love on the clothing that he went into. The Holy of Holies and the Holy Yisrael, the Kodesh HaKadosh, he placed them on a special place on the floor of the Beis HaMikdash, and he leaves them there forever. However, that's only the Rabbanan and the Rav Daisa, the Amri Big Day Kuna, Ruhuyine, and the Kohen Adyit. Rav Daisa disagrees. We've spoken about this extensively, and he learns that you're allowed to keep on using them, just not the Kohen Gadol. He could give it to Kohen Adyit to use for regular Avaida. So according to him, Michael and Meimar, because according to Rav Daisa, there's no more two psukim. There's only one Pasik. Because when it comes to Big Day Kuna, you're yes allowed to keep on using it. Or I should say better, there is going to be a Din Meila. Only by Chumas Adeshen. Excuse me, will, you're allowed to use it. Only by Chumas Adeshen is there going to be a Din Meila. So we no longer have Sheikh Suma Baim Kachat. So it should seemingly break our rule. Our rule was that once you do the mitzvah, you're finished. And you're allowed to use it for what you want. Says Gemara, why? Maybe we should learn from Chumas Adeshen that you're not allowed to use it for anything you want. Excuse me, even after the mitzvah is performed. Says the Gemara, you know why? There's a different passage by Egla Arufa that even after the mitzvah is done, as Rashi in the last narrow wide line tells us, Sham, Sham even after the mitzvah is performed, still you have to bury it there, so therefore you cannot learn from Chumas and Egla Arufa. Before we continue, will point out that at this point, we really have three psukim. According to Zmachlik, it's Rav Deis and the Rabbanan, whether big day kahuna is of Asik. According to Rav Deis, no, according to Rabbanan, yes. So according to Rabbanan, we have Shlei Sheik Suvam Kechad, and we all know that even according to the Mandarma, that Shnei Suvam Kechad ain't Melandim, but Shlei Sheik you do learn from, and Taisis deals with that question. But the Gemara continues and says, Anich Lamandamra in Melandim, Lamandamra, Lamandim, Michael, Amemar, there are those. There's a sheet that holds that you could learn. From two different sukim, says the Gemara, Trey Meutik Sivi. There are two limiting terms, two sukim, one by the Chumas Adeshen and one by the Egla Arufa. The Pasik says, Visamai. It says by the Chumas Adeshen that you take the ash and you sama, you place it there next to Mizbeach. Similarly, by Egla Arufa, it says, Ha Arufa, the calf that was decapacitated, and therefore those teachers that it's only in these two places and nowhere else. Says the Gemara, now the Gemara concludes this piece. He's saying the Gemara 
that honey tlasa cry we end up that we have three psukim bedam three different psukim by blood why do we need three psukim explains the gemara lamali khalim ute minaisar va khalim ute mimila va khalim ute meitoma avo mi pigla with regard to pigla thought to use the item at the inappropriate time loy tarikh lam ute krof for what reason the tanan kol shishli ma tirim pain la adam bin mizbe khayob la mishon pigla however Blood itself is a permitter and therefore it's excluded from the laws of Pigel. And therefore explains the Gemara. That is where we know the din in the, the Mishnah. Then on the Raisa level, there is no Mi'ila on the blood and you could use it as fertilizer. It's only going to be a din dira banan. Now we continue. We continue the Avoid Yom Kippur with the Mishnah. Dafsam Muhammad Aleph. Says the Mishnah. Kol Maisa Yom HaKippurim Amir Al-Asedah. The entire Torah was written in order. There's a specific and precise order with the Avaidah. If you do it out of order, something that we've touched upon in the past, and this is obviously the Makar, that if you do one avoid the before the next, you're out. You can't, it's, it, it's, I shouldn't say you're out. You didn't do anything, and you have to redo that avoid. For example, says the Mishnah. Let's say you did this ear before the par. We know the par comes before this ear. That which we've been speaking about for the last, I don't know how many daf. Let's just remind ourselves. You slaughter the par. You go into Kedush HaKadashim. You do the Hanifa. You take it, you put it on, and then you do the Ketairas. Then you do the sprinkling of the blood of the par. You come out and you shech this ear. You go back inside and you sprinkle this ear. You come outside the Kedush HaKadashim. You sprinkle the par and then this ear. Then you mix the two together. Then you go to Mizbech Hazav. So what happens if you did it out of order, you did this year before the par, says the Mishnah, You're going to have to do it again. It has to be in order. You do the par, then you'll have to do this year again. Explains the Mishnah. Let's say before you finish doing the sprinkling of the par and this year, the blood spills. What do you do? You bring more blood and then you're going to have to start again over the of the dam, and similarly, the sprinklings that are performed in the Hechel towards the the blood that is placed in the they each are their own from the place that you stopped. That is where you're going to start again. And therefore, according to Rav Shimon, and according to Rav Lazar, that even if it's spilled in the middle, you don't start again from that set of the Avaida. Rather, you continue just from the place that you stopped. Says the Gemara Tanu Rabbanan. Going back in the first part of the Mishnah, which taught us that the entire Avaida was written in pristine and precision order. Says the Gemara Tanu Rabbanan, Kol ma'isa yom ha'kipur ma'amar ala seder. Emekdim ma'isa l'chavera yuloi osa klom. That was the din that we saw in the Mishnah. But Amar Rav Yehuda, a Masai, what is that? We're going to have now a two-way machlekes between Rav Yehuda and Rav Nechemiah, but I will point out that there are some who learn that there's really three shitas. The first shita we just saw, make the Maisel Chaveri Klum, the Mishnah. Now we have two other shitas, whether they're explaining that first shita or not, that's the discussion. But says the Gemara, says the opinion of Rav Yehuda, a Masai, Pidvarim Anasa Big Day Lavin, only part of the Havai done with the white garment, Mibifnim. 
inside, which we know is the Ketairis, is the sprinkling of the par in this ear. Which is the shechting of this ear. The sprinkling of the par in this ear and the parechas. On those avoid, says Rabbi Yudah, make them maiz l'chaveiroi, mashasa asoi. It's beseder. No big deal. You don't have to redo it again. Shitas Rabbi Yehuda, that only that which is the ikuva, that which holds back, that which will make you do it again, is white clothing in Kedish HaKadashim. Hopefully this rings a little bit of a bell. We saw in the beginning of this Mesech that we mentioned this Machleg is dealing with something else, but this is the place that is the opinion of Rav Yehuda. Rav Nechem Yoimer, he disagrees He agrees it's the white clothing. But Even that which is done outside in the shechling of this ear, the sprinkling of the par and this ear on the Parechas, those are as well Li'ikuva and have to be done again if done out of order. Like the shechling of the par it's okay, that which is done, you leave, you're not going to have to do it again, as well as the ayol, the ayol, etc. Rav Yechanan, Omar Rav Yechanan, so that's the machlaikis again, Rav Yehuda, white garments, inside Kodesh HaKadashim is Likuva, Rav Nechemio, white garments, whether inside or outside, both Likuva. Says the Gemara, Omar, excuse me, Omar Rav Yechanan, both Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Nechemia are learning the same Pasuk. Says in the it should be for you, a rule forever, once a year and you all, everyone gets started dreaming up, you see the Pasuk is very specific, very unique, for you, says Rabbi Yechran, this is the Pasuk as we turn over to Samach HaMabiz, that Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi are disagreeing about Rav Yehuda Savar Makoim Shem Iskamro Pamachas Beshana. It said Pamachas Beshana. What does that refer to? The place. What is the place? The the capital V is where Kodesh Hakadosh and the Holy of Holies. That is the place that you go in once a year. Says Rav Yehuda. That is what the pasuk is referring to. The white garments worn inside the holies of holies. The sprinkling of the par in this ear. The katayris. That is which is ikuva if done out of order must be performed again. Ram Nechem Yosavar Dvar Mamischabrim and Pamachas Beshana. No. It's referring to that which is done once a year, which is even that which is done in the white garments outside of the Kodesh HaKadashim. Says the Gemara, that is the Machlikas. Rav Yehuda, Rav Nechemia, Pamachs, Beshan, referring to the place, referring to the entire Avaid, or I should say more precisely, all the Avaidas of the white clothing on Yom Kippur. Ask the Gemara, up to the Rav Yehuda, Makim Siv, three lines at the top, Samachim and B, says the Gemara of Yehuda. What did the Basli say? Pam achas pashana one time. It didn't say makay machas. Rav Yehuda, where did you get this from? Ella hainu time with Rav Yehuda nubshat. Ksiv. Excuse me. It says in the pasuk zois uksiv achas. It says zois this, and it says achas one. Two different limiting words. This precise achas precise. Chalimute big day lavan mibachutz. Chalimute big day zav. Says Rabbi Yehuda, you know how I know that the only thing that which is liikuba that which holds back is big day lavan inside Kodesh Hakadoshim. Says Rabbi Yehuda, because we have two limiting words zois and achas. Zois and achas. Each one comes to teach me what? One is that if you did big day love on outside out of order, it's okay. Or if you did big day love out of order, it's okay. The only time which is a big deal, says Rav Yehuda, is if you did big day love on inside. Rav Nechemio, what does he do with these two limiting words? Chalamute big day zav, chalamute shirayim deloy ma'akvi. Says Rav Yehuda, excuse me, says Rav Nechemio, do we need a pasuk for something else? We need a pasuk for the shirayim, the blood that is pouring 
excuse me, the blood that is poured on the hole inside the Mizbeach, that is what we need a separate Pasuk for, the Shirayim, the leftover blood, that is not essential, and if you did that out of order, it's not going to cause any issue of that which comes after it. The Rav Yehuda, what does Rav Yehuda hold? Says the Gemara, why doesn't Rav Yehuda need one of the Sukim to teach me about the Shirayim, the leftover blood? Explains the Gemara that if they are Ma'akiv, then it's Ma'akiv, if not, not. Explains the Gemara Kiritania as we learned in Avraisa. Vachila Mechaber Saikaidesh. It says in the Torah, when he finished performing that which is in the Kaidesh, what does it teach us? In the Kiper Kila. If the Kain Gadol finish, if he did that which gives him the Kapara, he did the, that which he was required to have done, excuse me, then Eloi Kiper, Eloi Kila, and if he didn't get the Kapara, then he did not finish Divir Ravi Kiva. So it depends whether you got the Kapara or not, we'll explain afterwards. Amr Lai Ravi Yehudam, Neymar, Lai Namar, Im Kila Kiper, Vim Lai Kila, Lai Kiper. Why didn't the Torah say it two different times? You know why? To teach me. Shem Chiser, if you're missing one of the matanais, one of the applications of the blood, says Rabbi Yehuda, he did absolutely nothing. What is the difference between Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Kiva? Again, an explanation of the Pasukim, like Keeper, like Kila, says the Gemara, Rabbi Yechanan, Rabbi Shubin, Levi, Charamur, Mashmali, Starshini, Gbeinayu. As we see many times, it's a, almost a linguistic, a, a word game. No, the difference is whether the shirayim or the leftover blood, that is going to be essentially the machlekes between Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Akiva. That according to, if you say that the shirayim is ma'akiv, Rabbi Akiva is going to say it's not ma'akiv. Rabbi Yehuda is going to say it is ma'akiv. But ask the Gemara, that was with the Rabbi Yechanan explained, Rabbi Yechanan, Rabbi Shub and Levi. Says the Gemara, is that true? Rabbi Yechanan says, we know that Rabbi Yechanan himself said over a Mishnah from Memnechemia that Tishraim is yes, Ma'akib. Could how could he be the one that's saying that that's telling the Machlech is reviewed in Rabbi Kiva? Says the Gemara Kasha that indeed is difficult. Of course, we know Kasha does not mean Tiyofta, but it is a question. Oh my Rabbi Chanina, and we will finish with this. Oh my Rabbi Chanina, Ketayresh Achafna Kaidim Shechitas Lishalbar, Loyasav Leiklum. If you did the Ketayres before the Shechit of the Par, you did nothing. We know again, let's remind yourselves. You shech the par. Again, you catch the blood. You give the blood over to the other kayan that's going to sit and serve it, stir it on the Rivet Ravi in the fourth row. Then you go and you start dealing with the Ketairas. You're going to take the Chafina. You're going to put it into the Kaf. You're going to take the Gachalim in your right hand and the Kaf in the left hand. Walk into Kedusha Kedashim. Pour it back into your hands into the Chafina again and then put it on top of the coals. So says the Gemara Ketayin Shechafna. If you did the Chafina, if you did the Ketairas before you slaughtered the par, who does this go? According to you, explains the Gemara Keman, the like your Rabbi Yehuda. This is not going to pin Rabbi Yehuda. Why? The Rabbi Yehuda Amar Kiksiva, Chuka Bedvarim Anasa Big Day Lava Mibefnemu Dechsiva. Which part is Ma'akiv? Which part would you have to do it again if you mess it up? Only Big Day Lava inside Kedush Akdashim, like we saw. But over here, this is not something that is done with Big Day Lava inside Kedush Akdashim. 
Therefore, says the Gemara, the word chukah does not apply to the shechita of the par. Again, the shechita of the par. Not the chafina. The chafina itself is going to be done inside. But the shechita of the par is done outside and therefore that is not part of that which would have to be done again if it's done out of order. Answers the Gemara, no, if you do Timur, Rabbi Yehuda, and we'll finish with this. You can see it's Rabbi Yehuda. Tzayrech, Aponim, Kepanim, Dami. Explains Rabbi Yehuda. No. Something that is a need, is a Tzayrech of that which goes inside, is Kipanim Dami, beautiful. What did Rabbi Yudah, what was the rule of Rabbi Yudah? And this will conclude Rabbi Yudah to us, which part is Ma'aki, which part has to be done, and if it's done incorrectly, it has to be done again, that which is white clothing, Lefnaiv Lefnaim, Kodesh HaKadoshim. So Gemara just assumed that the Shechit of the slaughtering of the par is done outside. So according to Rabbi Yudah, that shouldn't be a problem, but explains Gemara, no! Tzayrech Lefnaim, Tzayrech Pnim, excuse me, Kipnim Dami. It's a need, where was the par done? Where was the Evaida? Was the sprinkling of the blood inside? So it's true that the shechit of the slaughtering was done outside, but the slaughtering just a chatim, so it's a stepping stone to get inside the blood inside the Kodesh Hashem. So there, Rav Yudu will agree, and therefore that price could concur with the opinion of Rav Yehuda, and we'll pick it up from here, Mirz Hashem, tomorrow.